All right. Okay, Peter, why don't you uh, reveal to me who this week's mystery guest is? Well, let's tell everyone the show is Stand Up Memories. I'm Peter Bales. This is Jackie the Joke Man Martling. Yes, thank you very much for that. And boy, are you traumatized because for the first time on our podcast, we are interviewing a guest via Zoom. It, as my grandmother would say, it is very modern. It is very, very modern, but boy, do we have a guest, an old friend of both of us. Look at this, we had him waiting so long, he's grown a beard. He's grown a beard, he's got a little gray, <laughs> but he is the man, comedian, writer. I'm, I'm gonna, before he says a word, I want to, I, go. I printed this out nice and big, so I'll be able to see it. Gabe Abelson, that's his real name, he did not change it for show business. <laughs> Five years head monologue writer for The Late Show with David Letterman. Now, really, you could stop right there and you get all the uh, kudos you need. He's nominated for five Emmys. Um, it doesn't smell like you won one. Yeah, we actually won Best Show all five of those years, but the writers were only nominated. So somehow you're not the best writers, but you have the best show. So, but we did get <laughs> nominations. Then you won five Emmys in my book. Also, okay. staff writer for Tonight Show with Jay Leno. The Late Late Show with Craig Kilborn, head writer on the Tom Green Show. I never met that guy. I always wanted to. And he's now writing and producing a show on the Discovery Channel called Josh Gates Tonight. And the other night, I watched one that Gabe wrote, performed in, and produced and directed. He did the whole thing. It was just a blank screen except for him. Nobody else. No, oh nothing. Josh, no, I actually did his whole thing. Josh we'll get into that. Gates tonight. We want to. We want to hear about that certainly. But this wait. is a, wait. This is wait. Gabe's been a stand-up. <laughs> been a stand-up for forty years, which is as long as both of us. Which He's is, a newcomer. We're all frightening, and he has taught comedy writing for late-night television for twenty years, much like you. And he teaches privately and also offers classes online through Flappers Comedy Club. And Flappers Comedy Club is also the, the place that does those, the storyteller thing with that girl. What's her name? Christine or something? Story they have smash? a thing. I'm not, yeah, I'm not quite sure about that. Ah, who knows? I but at any rate, he knows it. He teaches it. He's made a living at it. He's, he's the Gabe guy. Abelson. And on top of all that, he's a very dear friend of both of ours going way, way, way back. Way, way back. So thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having me. I mean, the, I, I have never looked forward to doing a podcast more than this one. Uh, just so both of you know, I mean, I've always had just absolute tremendous respect and uh, and probably some jealousy, too, as to how good you guys are. When I saw, first saw Peter when I was- Now, wait, just old, shut up. You're the Wait, head writer no, no, no. of the Letterman show for five years, and he's jealous of us. We're sitting in a basement talking <laughs> into a computer. Jackie, he was about to compliment me. Let him flow. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. So I saw you MC at the Strip, Peter, and you were already very well established there. And I thought, you know what? No matter how long I do this, it was magic to me. It was like, I don't know how somebody can be that quick with an audience. And Jackie, I worked, my very first road gig, gig was the Strip and the comic strip in Lauderdale with you. And man, was that a fun week. And I learned so much about stagecraft just from watching you up there. So as well you as- You know what? That, that I have such fond memory. I remember me and you were getting along so well, 
We said we don't want to take the car. We actually walked back to the condo from the club just show, so we could shoot the breeze and get to know each other. I don't think there's anything uh, gay about it. I, I do remember, I, I was so drunk, I don't know how well you, you yeah, kissed. Yeah, there's, there's no way you could have driven anyway well, back in those well, days. Well, that's for sure. <laughs> but it was, it was a spectacular week, a spectacular week. And, uh, and then we all went on to do whatever we do. And uh, you headed to Los Angeles and, and hit it out of the park. And congratulations. That's wonderful. Thanks. It's, well, you know, like everything else along the way. The great years, bad years, you know, and it's, uh, it's a tough business. And it's, so I think so much of it is just endurance. There's so many writer people. for David Letterman is the top of the game. And you are so wonderful at that monologue writing. And I encourage everybody watching this podcast to check out Gabe Abelson on Facebook. He is extremely funny on Facebook. And you write in that monologue Letterman style. You've got it down. It's not the same as stand-up. Not at it's all. A, it's a special skill that you learned and taught to others, I'm sure. And, mm -hmm. and you can't resist when you think of something and you put it up there and I laugh and I look forward to it. That's right. Yeah, a monologue, a monologue joke's like, hit it, get out. Hit it, get right, out. Right, right. Cut out all the fat. Boom, here it is. Everybody's got to understand it. You've got it down. Thank you. It's it's definitely formulaic. I mean, if you're a formulaic stand-up, that you know, you're thought of as a hack. But in late night, there are certain templates that you're expected to sort of follow. And it's all about, in a way, it's twice as hard because stand-up, half of it is you selling it. Whereas if you try to get a job on a show, the joke has to just jump off the page. It's got to be that much more concise and strong to, to get the gig. And I've just been deconstructing it for so long that it is much more teachable, I think, than a lot of things. Because there are formulas that lead you to do it. And once you learn those, it's, it's uh, you know, I, I think it's the most concise form of joke writing. So I think once you learn monologue, you can expand it, whether you're a columnist or a novelist, and just learn how to write tight, you know, Tight humor, tight, tight jokes. Well, it's great. It's like well, baking a cake. You're giving this, you're giving this, you're giving this, and... and exactly right. This is, this is the perfect time to say that Gabe teaches privately, wow, and you offer classes online through Flappers Comedy Club. Jackie mentioned that. Uh, how do people sign up for these classes? How do they find you? Uh, if they want to find me, they can write me on uh, Instagram or Twitter at Gableson, G-A-B-E-L-S-O-N. Uh, they can email me at gabe.abelson at gmail. Or uh, if they are interested in the online classes, to call Flappers Comedy Club and University. They have a whole university there with tons and tons of classes. And I teach their advanced uh, late night class. Now, the most yeah. important question, are you looking to... Uh, introduce people to the world of comedy or are these private classes to meet broads? <laughs> uh, well, they were originally because that's how I met my wife. <laughs> uh, but and, and yet you can, and yet you still pursue it. <laughs> you know, that's like driving your car into a tree and then backing up and driving into the tree again, you know. No, I do it because I enjoy it. I really enjoy it more than anything I do, as much as I ever enjoyed performing. And I have students that are almost on every late night show. And I, I actually have a student, my first Oscar winner this year. So 
it's great being able to pass this knowledge on, just not that I'm special, just because I'm so freaking old, pass on everything I've learned and then watch my students get all the jobs I'm too old to get now. All right, that, that, I, know, I know the feeling. That me. is so great, but don't just jump over that. Who's winning an Oscar and what happened? Uh, great, great comic. I don't want to take anything away from his talent because he's brilliant. A guy named Trevon Free, who was a comic here in L.A., took my class at Flappers. Then he got a job, I think, on Daily Show first, then Colbert, uh, then Samantha B. And so he wrote a, um, a short. It won Best Short at the Oscars this year called Two Distant Strangers. And uh, talk about heavy. Uh, you remember Groundhog Day with Bill Murray. It's sort of that plot, except it's the same African-American man who gets killed, shot by the same white cop every single day at the same place. Jeez. So, it's so not a look it up. Say the name of it one more time. It's called Two Distant Strangers. And the writer and director's name is Trevon Free. He took my class uh, probably eight years ago, maybe. Well, that's great. Congratulations. Now, Thank Dave, you. This amazes me. Him. This amazes me. You are currently now performing publicly as a mentalist after all these years in comedy. First stand up in the clubs and then writing monologues for television and now a mentalist. How is that? How do you like that? How do you get into that? What is going on? He told me he I, looked into your head and saw nothing. <laughs> well, I have good you know, days I've and bad that, days. I watched that TV show, and of course, the, the tricks, I, uh, I don't know if it's politically incorrect to call them tricks. These well, stunts. a lot of it is, uh, it, it, let's say, trickery of the mind. A lot of it is persuasion and suggestion. Some of it is outright trickery, but you, the line is blurred, so you never know if it's persuasion, if it's intuition, and a lot of it is intuition, uh, but it, and psychology and NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming, using linguistics to actually make people think they have a free choice when they don't. And that's the part I find the most interesting, the non-trick part of it. The psychological stuff is what really fascinates me. And I saw a mentalist about 20 years ago, and it was one of these things, uh, I've seen magicians my whole life. I've never thought, oh, I want to do that. But I saw this guy it was like, this I have to learn. And so it became a passion, a hobby. And then about 10 years ago, I thought, well, let me try putting a stage act together. And it's it's been so much fun. You know, that, yeah. I remember just even as a little kid, there was some little thing where they'd ask you a question, you'd say yes. And then they went this way and said no. And But the question just always led to the exact same place. But when you don't know it, you think you think you're calling the shots. And this is, that really, you know, belittles the whole thing, but it's basically the same thing. Like, you know, walk down here, turn left, turn right. You know, that's, exactly. It's, it's, it was so interesting, you know. It's and, interesting. Gabe, do you work comedy into your act as a mentalist? I do, because I use uh, almost every demonstration I do is with audience volunteer or plural volunteers. And so I don't have that part scripted. So I think that enabled me to start getting gigs is because what I lacked as a mentalist, which was pretty much everything when I started, I made up for by being able to do what you did masterfully and just be sort of try to be quick on my feet, dealing with the audience members on stage, which most mentalists, you know, and magicians don't have that training. That's just yes. not what they do. Now, so let me ask you, are, are those people that come up, people are, my whole life for 30 years of pulling people on stage and they play Stump the Joke Man, 
Never in my life did, did I ever have somebody say, hey, I'll come up and do this. Are they all completely... I don't use any stooges at all. Never, and no stooges. That's the no I stooges. And I found, I found a great, uh, um, uh, well, there are a couple of great ways to bring people up on stage that I didn't know as a comic that I learned through mentalism. And one is I'll go in the audience. I'll say, man, that's, that is a beautiful dress. Can you do me a favor? You look so great. Could you stand up for a second? Now she stands up. Now I just take her and said, follow me. Come on, let's go. Give her right. a nice hand, everybody. She Give stands her nice up. Yeah. She's, she stands up. She's halfway there. She's done. Once she stands up, she can't say no and sit back down. Now, I think there's a bunch of states where you could get arrested for that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Gabe, you know how comics get together at the diner and we always talk about things that went wrong, the shows that went badly, because most of the time, 99% of the time, it goes great. But comics at the diner, what about the fight that broke out? What about the time the power went off? I'm wondering, I bet your act is amazing as a mentalist, but have you ever had nightmare? I mean, the show that just something went wrong. I, I can't imagine you turning to the audience and going, I'm not seeing anything here. You're like, is this your I, card? No. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the one thing is I don't use playing cards. But the other thing is mentalism is so much more forgiving. If you're a magician and a trick fails, you failed. But nobody's expecting you to read minds or pick up thoughts from them. So I actually like it when I get something wrong because it just lends more credibility. The next thing's gonna be so outrageously impossible that it's like, well, why would he fail on purpose? You know, and I, I yeah, don't. It, it, it gives a whole feeling of reality to what's crazy, you know. Exactly. Wanna see something quickly? I yeah. figured I have one thing to show you guys. So you guys, I'm sure have seen Ghostbusters, so you know about the uh, the ESP symbols, right? The star, and then you have the square. Let me show, make sure this is on camera. It's hard to do and look at it at the same time the wavy lines, the plus sign, and the circle. So uh, let me try this. Uh, uh, Peter, can I try this on you? Sure. I have these, I have these in an envelope. Oh, let me, yeah, well, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out where you can see it. I have these in an envelope. So I'm just going to write, uh, Peter, can you see that? I can't see it. Okay. Yes. Oh, I see it says Peter. Yes, I'm going to write one of those symbols. I don't want you to see what I'm writing, so I'm going to try and trick you. And I'm going to predict which one, there we go, which one you're going to stop me at. Okay, so as I go through, I'll just ask, do you want this one? And you can just say stop or yes when, whenever you want. Uh, Peter, would you, let me start with the circle. Would you like the circle? No. Don't want the circle. Okay, Peter. Would you like the plus sign? No. You don't want the plus sign. You got to pick one of them, you know, in the next. Yeah, it's okay. Whenever he wants. Do you want the I wavy do lines? want the wavy lines. You do. I, I thought so, because that's why I put the wavy lines see, under here. That's amazing. How do you do that? I, don't tell me. Don't tell me. But see, I have no idea how he did that. I know how he did You it. know you don't. Quite he, well, that's he how. He drew those squiggly lines so fast you couldn't even see. Oh, that's... <laughs> See, that's, you leave the audience amazed. That's cool. See, that's I, yeah, just, I no matter how it's done, it's, it, it is fun. It is fun. That now, is so much. I, I, in my mind, have, think I have an idea, perhaps, how it's done, but, but that's, that, that's fun. That's really good. Now, so, Gabe, here's my question. Stand-up memories. That's our show. And I know you love being a mentalist, but do you miss stand-up? Yeah, I mean, I still do it occasionally. I, I, um, I don't 
you know, back then I, I had to be on stage every night and I'd, I'd Jones if I wasn't. And I don't feel that way anymore about it. Uh, when I do it, you know, and it's a, 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 a good club, a good crowd, it's, it's still fun and I'm still writing, but it's not, I have other interests that have superseded the drive to do stand-up. Let me point. ask you, when you, when you uh, do, well, like when I tell a joke, I get a big laugh or I, you tell us, do a story, you do whatever you do, a hunk of your stand-up, you get a big laugh or applause. What happens as a mentalist when you, exp when you expose or do your ending of, of a stunt or a trick? Does, does, are those applause breaks? They're not... Yes, yes, they're applause breaks. And it took me a while to get rid of, uh, to, to get used to that. It's a great question because people often say like, why aren't you a comedy mentalist? And I said, it doesn't really work. Like a comic magician works great. But as a mentalist, that process of trying to pick up on thoughts, which by the way, is difficult. And there is a lot of memory work and there is a lot of concentration. It just, it's the reaction is that you're looking for is more shock and awe as opposed to laughter where right. you're sort of your most Laughter, that kind of seems like it would throw off the rhythm of, of what you're trying to do. You yeah, know? so it's, you, uh, you know, after they see a demonstration, you hear hopefully some gasps and then applause. Yeah. Well, you know, comedians often talk about how getting that big laugh, the feeling is actually better than sex, especially the way I do it. And it sounds like... The way you do what? You, you get these big laughs? <laughs> yes. Back in the day. I have never been in that room. Okay. The point is, it seems like you get the same feeling, the same, you satisfy the same need by being a mentalist now. Exactly. That's exactly right. That is satis certain. Satisfying the crowd is the whole thing, however they express it, you know. Uh, well, you know... I, you have had such an amazing career, and we have barely been able to scratch the surface here with the one and only Gabe Abelson. Uh, so what do we do? We have we, to end this and come back? Well, we're going we're gonna to have to end this episode, but we want to invite you back in the future and uh, talk about stand-up, talk about... I saw you in a pilot episode. I, I saw you as a newscaster on this ridiculous show. <laughs> And it was yeah. wonderful. I, oh, it was, thank you. It was you were perfect, and I want to talk about that where you did some acting. I want to. We want to hear more about the insides of mentalism, and we want to talk some dirt about the Fort Lauderdale comic strip, which, right. which Absolutely. nobody has ever delved into because Richie Tinkin, you know that, that like Joe Mullen down there, there was a whole brouhaha, so nobody ever talked about it or. I mean, the, there's untold wealth in the stories that went down. Oh, Although, so many anybody stories. who's married or got a girlfriend or has a family doesn't want, <laughs> doesn't want any of those stories getting out, you know. I think, I think the word you're looking for is debauchery. Uh, you know. <laughs> Gabe, you're so terrific, man. It is great to see you. You look really good. Let's mention to everybody that, you, uh, I mean, this is the man. If you want to learn how to write for late night television in the monologue style, Gabe Abelson through Flappers Comedy Club, and we've got to watch, watch uh, Josh Gates tonight on the Discovery Channel, right? Winner! Gabe? Winner of five Emmys. Winner of, winner. We're going to say winner. Head monologue writer for the David Letterman Show for five years, which is just so great, which is so, so great. And uh, he wrote on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno, The Late Late Show with Craig Kilborn, 
head writer on the Tom Green Show, and now he's writing and producing a show on Discovery Channel. This is currently called Josh Gates Tonight, who right. looks like a really good guy. And Gabe, we will yep. do this again. Sounds good. Sounds good. And Thank I can next so up maybe specifically break down how a monologue joke is written oh. in less than 60 seconds, hopefully. That'll be great. But I love seeing you guys. I would be happy to come back anytime. Oh, it's so the great. The so best. great. And this is our experiment with Zoom, and it seems like it worked fine. And you're the best. This is Jackie the Joker and Marley. I am Peter Bales. Thank you to Gabe Abelson. We'll see you next time on Stand Up Memories, right? Yes, sir. That was a pretty good episode. A new episode every Wednesday with me, Peter Bales, Jackie the Joke Man Martling, comedians, interesting people. Leave a comment. We'll, we're gonna get, we'll get uh, what am I saying? I don't know. We're gonna get back to you. We will respond to your comment. Standupmemories.com, if you go there, it shows all the different platforms. Oh, Spotify, we're on everything. Every Wednesday. Stand Up Memories. Every Wednesday. A new episode.